Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Killer mommy. You can probably tell by the spooky sounds that this is our spooptacular Halloween episode. Yeah! <laughs> the eagles are inside the house. Uh, <laughs> There's no escaping now. That's the whole episode is just eagles in a house. This will be our, <laughs> outside the campaign two as far as characters, but it will still be in the same world. It's just going to, we're going to move to a different section of the world for this special one shot episode. Doing a little meanwhile. little meanwhile. little little... At the same time, <laughs> before we I, introduce I, our characters, I have a review for the show. <gasps> hey, Ooh. this was posted onto our uh, YouTube channel page. <gasps> it wasn't even a guess. <laughs> it wasn't even Sorry. a comment on a video. They just went to our channel page, and I, I didn't know you could do that. But I also was unaware of that huh. capacity. This is from Jay Dizzle. I just wanted to let you guys know that you're all awesome. I started listening to some D&D podcasts about six months ago and can say that you guys are by far my favorite. I deliver for FedEx, so I spend a lot of time in my truck, and binging the entire first season has been a real treat. I even joined not one but two campaigns myself after not playing for 20 years. Wow. You guys Dang. have reignited my love for the game, and Aww. boy have I missed it. I know I'm not the only one, so I just wanted to say thank you guys for what you do. Thank you, Jay Dizzle. Yeah, thank you, Jay Because we had a very similar review like that before so from a trucker or something. And I'm picturing them just like meeting up at like truck stops and just being like, yo, have you heard of the D20 syndicate? This shit is <laughs> legit. So tell your trucker friends. Yeah. Well, thanks, <laughs> Jay Dizzle. You reignited my love for FedEx. So yeah, fuck <laughs> UPS. And trucks in general. But if you no. if you are a fan of... <laughs> Is a UPS truck Edit that out Driver <laughs> We like you too Not let her say that Unpause <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you Billy I love you uh, Seth is injured For the holiday Yeah just for the holiday Are you gonna incorporate <laughs> Your injury Into your Halloween costume um, I was Ooh. thinking that I could uh, dress up like a samurai because you know how they always have their hand like sticking out of the of that. Uh, for those of you listening, I am in a sling. I hurt myself. My <laughs> my my humerus has been destroyed, obliterated, if you will. I'll see. So. Not funny at all. <laughs> no funny bones, did. So sorry. Yeah, I got the long hair. I can put it in the top knot. I can. Put the sling in like a robe. I could do that. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I'll be playing Igby Brumblegast. Uh, I am Tomas, and I will be playing Leto Delavere. I'm Lindsay, and I'll be playing Fubs Tubs. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. And I'm Michaela, and I'm playing Fletch Bangarang Jr. <laughs> uh, Fletch <yes>. lives. <laughs> uh, all right, so before we get started, I want to know a little bit about you guys as characters. So I want you guys to go around, same order we just did, and uh, give me a brief description of your character. So Igby is a three foot nothing halfling. Uh, he's very young. 
He's not even sure what his age is, actually, because his parents met a grisly fate at the hands of what Igby thinks were ghosts. And after lots of legal uh, hearings, he ended up on the street and the city that they lived in claimed the estate of the of the Brumblegast family. Uh, so he's been wandering, basically a street urchin, and was saved by a capybara uh, who is now his best friend, and he has named Roger. <laughs> and they go on adventures together until his godfather, Leto, uh, finally got word and came to his rescue and took charge of his life. Very nice. And that leads us into Leto. Uh, yeah, I'm Leto. I'm a, a like 150-ish year old high elf um he is uh the chief blade of the order of the mountain of the moons in obstan the mountain of the moons is said to be one of the tallest points elevation wise in argaria so there's like a really good view of the moons from up there and up there's like a little monastery where they practice magic and other monk-like shit and he was the chief blade there, but uh, he's been sent out on a pilgrim mission to just eradicate evil and darkness wherever he finds it. Uh, and his old friend, his estate getting settled, he received word that he was to take in Igby, um, not wanting to fully adopt <laughs> and to commit to that. He has agreed to at least foster the child and take him on adventures so he can look after him. Uh, now, this often puts them both in precarious situations, but that's the only life he knows. So Igby doesn't really have very many other options. Much to his dismay. Very nice. Fubs. Fubs is a tiny little pale human. Um, very chubby. Uh, has a little blonde tuft of hair. Yeah, a pretty cute little thing. And what basically what he likes to do is he likes to just be where the action is. But most of the time, people don't like want him there because he's little and kind of weird. So he kind of likes to hide in the shadows. He's like so. a kid, though, right? He's not just he's a little a child. Guy. He's seven. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. Yeah, forgot Until that he got detail. To, like, the, the weird like lurking i was just imagining theodore from the chipmunks basically it is basically like weird theodore goth theodore yeah goth theodore all right so fraser's son frederick when he was going through his goth phase all right all right and fletch so fletch bangerang jr is the son of fletch bangerang senior who died on adventure touching a mysterious stone um Fletch Jr. never met his father. He died when Fletch Jr. was just a baby. But Fletch grew up hearing stories from his uncle Teve about, about Fletch Sr. And he wants to follow in his footsteps. So he left home pretty young and said goodbye to his mother and went off to do his own adventures. So now he travels around hunting monsters, making a little coin by removing monsters and ghosts and spirits that are haunting and infesting people's homes. And, and yeah, so that's how Fletch makes his living. Very nice. 
Well, it's nice to meet all of you. I'm glad I specified light on the backstory at everyone. <laughs> Did I say I'm a gnome and oh, then no, I'm you a rogue? Oh, you didn't describe yourself at all. Ah, uh, yes. I'm a gnome first, a rogue second. <laughs> Very nice. Words I live by. <laughs> we can post an image of our characters, too, like on social media or something or in our Discord. Then you can see what they actually look like. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. All right. I think we should get started. Then do so. Okay. All right. I bet you won't. <laughs> I wish a DM would. The year is 22-A-O-W. The faded banner is an inn deep in the recesses of the Belladonna Forest in Cor Caligo. For over 300 years, it enjoyed a silver age as a refuge from the wilderness on long journeys down the spiny trail. But now, it stands as a testament to the times, dilapidated and manned only by the owner and their family. The trail is overgrown, and the inn itself, more than an hour off-road, and sits back against the dark outline of the deeper forests. What's more is that there seems to be curious happenings within its storied stone walls. The three of you enter the establishment after a long journey through the woods, just as the sun begins to set. The door opens almost as if by magic, and as you guys enter, you arrive in the common room of this inn. There's no roaring fire, there's no warm, welcoming smell. In fact, what you guys are greeted with as you enter is a dank stench and cobwebs. Though, it's not empty. There is a elf behind the bar with pale skin, pale hair, woman. She seems to be aged as far as elves go higher up in the years, and sitting back against a makeshift stage towards the other side of the common room is another elf who looks to be a bit younger, perhaps her son. Same color to the skin, same color to the hair. But other than that, it's empty inside. As you guys enter, the woman behind the bar perks up, looks over, and waves. Uh, welcome to the Faded Banner, travelers. You must be tired after such a long journey, I imagine. Please, please enter. What do you guys want to do? So who is the main uh, talky person in our group? I think that's Fletch. Okay. Has the highest charisma anyway. It's definitely not Igby. Igby is currently cowering behind Roger. So did we receive like an invite to come here or like did somebody request help or something? You all received a letter indicating that someone at the inn required service in finding a mysteriously missing deed. They asked you to find the deed to this inn, claiming to be the owner, because they'd heard that you all dealt with scary stuff. Uh, I've been down to Igby's eye level. Now, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Calm down. Calm down. 
Now, what did I say about artifacts? If we find an artifact, what are you going to do? Don't eat them. Well, yes, absolutely. Do not eat an artifact, but also do not drop it like you did last time. I'm so sorry. I'm so clumsy. It's all right, but no matter what happens here, we'll take care of it. But just make sure your hands are dry. Get that powder I gave to you, and then, yeah, then we should be good. Just wiping his hands on Roger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Roger. I go over to them. Boys, you're going to have to buckle up and buck up a little bit here, because we've got some monsters afoot. Oh, God. Monsters. The letter was pretty vague, so I think we should find out exactly what the problem is before proceeding. Maybe there isn't a problem. Maybe everything's fine. Maybe it is. They Maybe seem, we're not even needed. They seem pretty Maybe I chill. Wait outside. I mean, if you want to, but the woods are perilous. Ma'am? <laughs> uh, she comes, starts coming around the bar. Uh, yes? Good day, ma'am. So, looks like we've got a little situation here. Maybe a, maybe a monster, maybe a ghost, demon of some sort. Uh, well, actually, I believe it's just a, a, a missing, a, a missing deed. Are a you? misdeed? Oh, oh, ma'am. I think that we both know there's a little something more around here. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I asked if someone could, could, uh, I posted a letter at the, at the guild hall and uh, to see if anyone could, could help me find my deed because we've had an offer to sell and I think it's about time that we do so. So who do you suspect stole it? I don't know if anyone stole it. Um, I, I, I just think I perhaps misplaced it in, in my age. It's hard for me to get around. It is quite a large, large inn. And you notice So that- perhaps you have a, a dead lover who maybe wants revenge or <laughs> maybe, maybe a, a slighted friend from the past. Whose ghost is haunting this place? Fletch, what did we say about jumping to conclusions? We need to hear this woman out before we start making assumptions. Go on, ma'am. Well, I I posted at the guild hall that I needed uh, help finding the deed, as I said, and I don't know what this business is with with the... dead revenging lover my husband was very caring in his life and I imagine he's equally caring wherever it is that he happens to find himself in the afterlife well we usually our group usually handles mysteries and uh, supernatural curiosities and other uh, bad evil juju of that sort we don't usually handle um misplaced deeds or other legal ephemera. Um, So your husband. (laughs) (laughs) How ghosty is he on one to five? How did he pass away? He died of old age, unfortunately, not ten years ago. Oh, ten years. 
That's the devil's number. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the it. Decca Devil. <laughs> I, I, you know, I do not know what it is that you're referring to with these monsters and ghouls or whatever. But my son is the one who posted the letter for me. Perhaps he's the one who put something strange in it. He's over there by the stage, and she indicates the uh, the other elf that's just kind of sitting there forlornly by the by the stage, not really paying attention to you guys, looks kind of downtrodden and then she turns back. Would you uh, like anything to drink? No, thank you. She looks at you, Igby. Anything to drink for you, dear? Oh my god, anything that'll just maybe take the edge off. Yeah, do you have like a soothing tea of some kind or something? A, a soothing tea? Yes, I probably do. And, and for you, dear. Well, I like to keep my wits about me when I'm on the job, so I'll just have a tea also. <laughs> per- perfect. That's that's wonderful. I will I will uh, get you two teas. And nothing for you, you said? Just a brisk raspberry. No, um... <laughs> no, that's brisk, baby. No, I'll be fine. I drank water on the way here. And what about for your young companion there? And she points to the shadows where you guys see a face emerge. Oh, guys, the ghost of the It's a ghost. Get back. Hi. Hi, guys. Now, ghost boy, give us the deed. Oh, Fubs followed us again. Yeah, I couldn't miss out on what you're doing. Fubs. Isn't it exciting? I've told you... Countless times now, you're much too young to be accompanying us. But, uh, I'm very good at better. I've seen so much. Where are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> They're at home, of course. How long have Dear you been God following us? boy, do you think that you have what it takes to fight ghosts and demons and monsters and such? Did you even see me? I was hiding so good. <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, a very fair point. Here, here, I have an idea. Fubs? Yeah? Sign this waiver. Okay! <laughs> don't, don't sign it! Don't sign it! <laughs> Igby, shush. I'm sorry. All this does is it absolves us of any guilt if any ill things should befall you. But I think this will be a nice, calm adventure. It's just a misplaced deed. Igby, look at me. It will be totally fine. Trust me. Okay, okay. I'm here. Just it's fine. Nothing bad shall happen, especially with the company of Mr. Fubs. Yeah. He's flexing. He's still halfway in the shadow. I kind of make a great human shield. I whispered to uh, Fletch, keep an eye on Fubs. Did I hear it? You keep an eye on Fubs. I didn't want to keep an eye on Fubs. I'll keep I my eye open waiver. for demons. We we all need to keep our eyes open for demons, but Fubs, I mean, I don't want to... I already have a little kid to worry about. Oh, I didn't realize you were a father type. I look at Igby. <laughs> He's been Shaking. with us for years. You know, I had a father once. <laughs> An adventuring sort. You told many stories. I never knew yes. my father. <laughs> father! He seemed like a great hero. I wish I could have met him. Well, legends will speak of his journeys. But for now, let's be in the here and now, right? <laughs> All so right, where are we going? 
We're gonna talk to that man over there. Okay. <laughs> I picture I picture his eyes like bulging out of exactly. his skull. Exactly. Yep. His cheeks I'm, I'm are imagining, like just yeah. more, slightly more protruding his eyes, but his eyes are definitely like yeah, definitely like a <laughs> Johan Vasquez character for sure. All right, I, I can't do his name. Over. Jonin. It's just Jonin. Jonan, Jesus, Jonan Vasquez. And then he's he's got this tiny little mouth because his cheeks like take over his whole face. <laughs> that whole thing. That's awesome. What, what were you saying, Fletch? I make my way over to the sun. Okay. The, the rest of you follow. I'm gonna I'm gonna casually look around the room to see if there's anything out of place or strange. Okay. And what about you, Igby? Uh, I'm going to kind of just have my arm around Roger and usher him around following Leto as closely as possible and just like trying not to piss myself. So could you could you help me investigate then? Would I get uh, help on that? If he helps. If he's explaining to assist. I, I can. I mean at this point I mean I probably know the drill so I'm probably just looking around at the least. Yeah. And Fubs, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be back in the shadows, um, making sure there's not any dangers back there as I like kind of look around the room. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll start with Fletch. Fletch, so you approach the uh, the elf. Young lad. Oh, uh, hello. Oh, you look pretty downtrodden. Oh, yes. I was attempting to play it my- It never gets easier, does it? Um, I too lost my father. <laughs> oh yes, but that was ten years ago. I've I've moved past it now. Oh, you can pretend you can be strong, but oh, I get it. But, I get it. Well, really, um, I was just a bit miffed because I was attempting to play my banjo, and it's <laughs> it seems to be oh, a not man working. of music. Let's hear it. <laughs> Well, my banjo, the the strings all snapped. I was tuning it, and they snapped. And honestly, and he holds up a finger, and you can see like a just a thin scratch with looks like dried blood. My, it snapped me in the finger with the tension, and now, and now I don't know what to do. Not only are my strings snapped, but now I can't even play. Do you think that was regular tension, or do you think that was foul play? Well, I don't know if it was foul play, but. I'm interested. Tell me more. What you think? Uh, a, a spirit, perhaps. <gasps> Are you all here because of my letter? Yes, Actually, we are. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Leto, go ahead and he's going to help you. Are you investigating or perceiving? Investigating. All right. You can uh, roll investigation with advantage. At the same time, Fubs, you're investigating as well? I am investigating as well. Okay, give me an investigation roll, please. Okay. What I did a, you get, Leto? 13. 13 <laughs> with advantage. Yep. <laughs> All right. Everything seems above board. <laughs> Nothing at in creepy angles or anything. 21. Everything here is creepy. 21. Okay, Leto, uh, yeah, you're looking around and everything. Yeah, it, it seems old and musty, but nothing really, you know, that you're, as you're looking around and stuff, everything's old and dated, but nothing seems out of place. It just looks like a kind of an inn that's down on its luck, 
Fubs, as you're looking around, you see you're you're like kind of moving around in the darkness, and you see a picture, uh, a portrait painted, uh, depicts an elf uh, that you don't recognize, but looks like could perhaps be related to the gentleman at the end of the or at the end of the stage. But as you look at it, the eyes move slightly. Are you just yelling that out from the darkness? And you hear from behind the bar uh, clinks of glasses. And um, and as the older woman kind of brings two mugs of uh, tea around and uh, says, Oh, that was my husband's grandfather. Yes, he's the one who established this inn. Oh. That's a tragic fate as well. Anyway, and she hands out the teas. <laughs> Here you go. What sort of tragic fate are we talking about? Well, he was out in the forest, and he got a bit hungry after eating his lunch, and he was just still a bit hungry, and so he ate some berries, and the berries were poisonous, and he died. Does anyone know about the indigenous life around this inn? Like, do we know if there's berries like that? Uh, give me... Everybody give me nature that, uh... If you're proficient in nature. None of you? Nope. I actually okay. have a negative one to nature. <laughs> <laughs> I have a um, plus yeah. three, Even but I'm not proficient. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Or like if history, you, maybe? Yeah, of the if area. you were proficient in either of those, or even even survival. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I like that one. Damn, I got That's an eight a, on history. <laughs> eight? I got a dirty 20 on survival. Okay. 16 on survival. My guy is shaping up to be uh, someone who just doesn't actually see or notice any of the weird shit <laughs> that's going on. And Fubs is noticing everything, which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very poor. That was a natural one. Ooh. Okay, natural Aww. one. Okay. I'm uh, telling you was, guys, roll analog. What was yours, Fubs? I did. 16. I okay. Uh, the only person who has any inkling is Igby. Igby, you've heard berries like that. They're pretty common throughout Corcaligo, and you would imagine that they are probably something that would be not too far off from here. Uh, in fact, you're pretty sure you saw some, uh, you know... A few hours ago on the path. <laughs> do, do, do you meet these kind of berries? And I pull some out of my pocket <laughs> that I picked oh. on the way here. Oh, yes. Um, yep, those are the berries. Don't eat those berries. You'll die. I drop them and, like, brush my hands off on my pockets and on my <laughs> pants and stuff. I'm just like, oh, my God, why? Roger, like, eyes them and kind of, like, looks at them and then looks at you, Igby. No, no, Roger, no. no. And it's just kind of... And I kick him away. <laughs> Fubs is going to run over and stomp on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, Fubs. You're welcome. The uh, young man, the young elf, kind of looks at your group. Well, if you're here, then that means that my letter found uh, an appropriate source. Are you perhaps all experienced in... Spirits, he says, lowering his voice. I shake my head, but say, Yes! We've had what? extensive experience with spirits. Um, some vampires, uh, demons, cultish members of the occult. Uh, 
Is that what is at issue here with this deed? You know, I'm not sure, but I've noticed for the last few weeks that there are things moving about, different sounds coming from different areas of the inn. Sometimes I see people that did not sign in at the guest book at the end of the hall. Just a variety of things that just don't quite sit well with me. And so I thought, when the deed went missing, you know, I should hopefully find someone, or someones, that can uh, help at least sort this situation out. Perhaps someone doesn't want you to sell this place. That is very possible. I, I suppose I didn't think of it like that. Like, like perhaps uh, uh, a, a real estate agent? Karen, God damn it! I turn my eyes to the picture of the grandfather. <laughs> or perhaps... Oh, I don't know. He was a delightful man, I hear. I don't know if he would come from from beyond the grave. Something strange is going on here, but I don't think my great-grandpappy is involved. Well, his eyes sure are creepy. Oh, now, now, now. Calm down, Fubs. I, you, I'm calm. You're allowed to be with <laughs> us, but... Please, we are adults, we are investigating seriously, and we can't have you fubbing things up. Yes, pull your shit together, fubs. Now, young- My shit is so together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that's over here just like falling the fuck apart, <laughs> and fubs with like his chocolate staying around his mouth, and <laughs> just like, I'm fine, what are you talking about? Fubs definitely sucks on pudding cups. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. young man, you, d- you mentioned- curious happenings. Could you perhaps lead us to those areas of activity? Uh, I, I suppose I could. Um, yes, I can. Uh, most recently, uh, I saw all of the books in the library tumble out of their shelves completely of their own accord. Time of day? It was night. Night. All right, that's a classic <laughs> no. stage two uh, poltergeist. Uh, Stage two? That sounds advanced. Well, there's six stages, so don't be too excited yet. (laughs) Temperature? Chilly, but, you know, it is uh, later in the year. Just as I suspected. (laughs) No visible breath out of your mouth? No, there was visible breath, for sure. Okay. Um, Is that normal around here? In Uh, the wintertime? Yeah, I suppose when... Temperature drops, it's kind of normal. You might want to invest into some insulation for the interior walls of your establishment. Uh, lead us to the library. Uh, y- yes, uh, r- right, right away. And he ta- like puts a hand in his robe and he pulls out a big uh, like black iron key and he kind of, you know, indicates with his hand, r- right this way, and he leads you guys down a hallway. As I go down the hallway, I want to, like, rap on the walls and, like, touch a baseboard and see you <laughs> just kind of investigate along the way. Give me an investigation roll. I will. I will squint at the higher up places that nobody else can see because they're all tiny. Uh, give me perception. I will also be along the walls on the lower part of the walls and, like, doing, like, the arms against it looking both ways and, like... <laughs> Shoot me down. <laughs> All right. That's an investigation as well. 
Roger and I are going to be bringing up the rear and I'm going to be focused on the floor in front, directly in front of us at all times because I don't want to see anything creepy. Okay. <laughs> What'd you get, Fletch? That's a good old-fashioned two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those dice. A one and a two right in a row. Well, and we're three, only going and up. Four, and a- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he tripped over fubs. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, you're you're like looking around, but it's just dust in this hallway. You're not seeing anything, you know, particularly of note. Um, you you see like a line of pictures. It looks like a long line of portraits that indicate different members of the family over time. But other than that, I mean, they look kind of creepy. But other than that, you don't really see much. Leto. Wolf. I hope this the spoopiness in this episode doesn't rely on us seeing shit because I suck. <laughs> I got an eighteen. I got five. Yeah, yeah, you guys leave and it's just, just like Mr. Magoo. That's fine. Yeah, yeah what were they complaining through. about? It was fine. <laughs> It was just kind of drafty. Yeah. And Fubs is just like... <laughs> Traumatized. <laughs> you, got a, you got a five for perception? Yeah. Yeah, all you see is cobwebs. Um, you, but you do see that like the, there's like uh, a candelabra every like 30 feet or so. It's a, this, this inn is massive. Wow. It's made out of stone. Um, almost castle-like, uh, you guys are realizing. The front mm. looks mm. relatively like normal, but now that you guys are inside, you're like... It's massive in here. Like suspiciously massive? No, not not that. Just like deceptively. Not not suspiciously, but deceptively. Okay. Like not like TARDIS or House of Leaves. Yeah, yeah. Large kind of thing. Okay. And Fubs, what did you get? Eighteen. Eighteen for investigation. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're rubbing against the wall, and uh, Fubs, I want you to give me um, a deck save. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! You about to get poked? You see uh, all sorts of ghosty shit. Early, that'd be it okay. does like when he looks through the microscope in the shadow and it just <laughs> fucking stabs his eyes out. Yeah, that was a nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. Uh, f- <laughs> you guys continue along the hallway, Fubs. You don't. You you're <laughs> scooting along the hallway and you. You know, you were investigating and you find like this patch that's like a little bit weirder and you brush by it and the wall flips and you go to the other side of the wall. Yes. The rest of you guys, you guys did pretty terrible. <laughs> Look, you're looking at the ground and the other two did pretty terrible with your rolls. So you don't notice Fubs disappear at all. <laughs> and eventually you're led to the library. He opens it with the with the key and he pushes it open and you guys find that this is actually the first room you've been in that is well lit and it looks to be pretty well maintained it doesn't have much dust there are a few cobwebs in the high corner it is a vaulted ceiling maybe about 30 feet high but yeah your initial impression is that this is a well maintained room nothing seems out of ordinary here (laughs) who who spends the most time in this room Oh, I do. I spend lots of time in this library. He's a ghost! (laughs) (laughs) Now, now. Shush. I hide under Roger. Oh, no, I knew it! (laughs) But, uh, so this is where I was, and I was just reading a book, and I looked up, and all of a sudden, all of those books along that wall, and he indicates one wall, came a-tumbling down. Just that wall over there. Just that wall. Did you hear anybody? You know, curiously, I did hear 
like something that sounded akin to get out, get out, get out of this inn. But sometimes the windows rattle and it just sounds like that. What uh, language was it? It was in Elvish. All right. That's a good clue. Uh, Did you, you said that high up shelf over there? Uh, It was the whole wall of shelves. All right. So not just the high up shelf, just all the books over there. Yep. On that wall. All right. Uh, Igby, <laughs> He's really obsessed with the high up stuff. <laughs> Igby, uh, we are going to investigate all the shelves, and the higher shelves are a bit too high, so I'm going to have you hoist up <laughs> on my shoulders, and you're going to give a good peep up there. Okay. All right. What did I say about crying on these adventures? It's for weak little girls. No, no, I said only in the dark where no one can see you. Very misogynist, (laughs) sir. No. (laughs) Cry in the shadows so no one can see you. It's embarrassing. Now, let's go. All right, so you guys are going to go investigate that wall? Yes. Fletch, what are you going to do? I'm going to keep talking to this young man. Did we get his name? No, you didn't get his name. It's Ghostly McGhostbeard. <laughs> Forgive me, I don't think that I caught your name. Oh, my name, I'm Alegnos Rivenen. Alegnos. Alegnos indeed. Alegnos Rivenen, yes. Riverton. Rivenen. Revenant. Revenant. Rivenen. Rivenen. Yes, Rivenen. If it's a revenant, we can't outrun it. We definitely can't. We definitely cannot handle a revenant. So hopefully that's not the case. Allegro. <laughs> Indeed. Algebra. <laughs> You're gonna have to give me a bit more information. Then you asked my name. That's my name, though. I mean, further information about about the goings on. I I heard about what happened in the library. Very creepy, very spooky. But what else has been happening? Oh, uh, well, the other day I was chopping wood, and I looked back because I thought I'd heard my mother calling to me. And when I looked back at the inn, I saw someone leap from the roof and onto the ground, and then scramble after me on all fours, and I got so scared that I hid in the woods for hours. Uh, Leto and Igby, I want you to give me investigation. (laughs) It's the Jersey Devil and a Chupacabra. He's just, like, leaky-deaking this stuff very slowly at us. (laughs) (laughs) I got a six. I got a twelve. Uh, yeah, looks like a bookshelf to you, uh, Igby. You, uh, you're, you're like listening to what he just said, and that's like throwing you off because that's fucking terrifying. And you, so you're like looking at that top shelf, and all you see are, are books. Um, in your investigation, Leto, you see that the books are not ordered by title, but by color. They seem to be a gradient of color, and they are. Uh, you you know, you've heard of some cultures doing this, but usually not elvish culture. It seems to be kind of like a, a halfling thing uh, in particular to sort by color. But yeah, it's just, it's strange that uh, it looks like this. Uh, Fubs. Yes? You find yourself in a dark hallway. I don't have night vision. Um, dark vision? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are they heavy? Then they're expensive. Um, Put them back. <laughs> do I have... I have a torch in my inventory. Well, I guess... Would yeah. you like to light a torch? You know... Yeah. Okay, so... You light a torch. And you find that the hallway that you're in is... Well, you smelled this when you first entered. It's very stagnant and dank smelling in here. It smells like... Um, like an old well, maybe. You can see on the walls that are, like, kind of fractured stone that there's moss growing on them. And the ground has a ton of moss and a lot of dirt. So you're not sure what type of hallway this is, but it's definitely unfinished. (laughs) What would you like to do? Hmm... Can I roll for perception just to see if I see anything suspicious or... Super creepy. Sure. Okay. Perception, perception. What's your pe- wow? Seven. <laughs> Seven. What do? Yeah, you're. Because I'm alone. You're. you're uh, yeah, you're looking around, uh, and it's. I mean, the only light is cast by your torch, and in your direct vicinity, there's not much. You might have to move further to uh, see more. Hmm. Do Do I move further, or do I go? Let me try the wall again. I'm going to try to push the wall again. Okay, to see uh, if you I push go at again. the wall and nothing happens. All right, looks looks like I'm stuck here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll just shimmy down this wall with my torch. <laughs> okay, so you start shimmying down the wall with the torch? Yeah. All right, you Trying travel. Trying to be suspicious with the torch. You travel about 40 feet uh, before there's a inconspicuous, harsh sorry. right. What? <laughs> I meant inconspicuous. Oh. I said suspicious. <laughs> Different words. Either way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it bends to a hard right, and eventually the stone turns from stone into more of like unfinished, uh, like it, it's no longer like section stone. It's like carved stone. Almost like bedrock. Hmm. Okay. Well, is it, and it's kind of at a dead end now? No, it keeps going. Oh. I don't, I don't know what to do. Should I, should I be alone? I mean, I I came from that direction. So I'll just, I'll just keep going this way. And I'll remember to go back this other way. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, let me, I'll just kind of peek just a little bit more. And then it'll be fine. Is his voice like echoing down the hallway? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very <laughs> echoing. Uh, give me a perception check, Fubs. Okay. So much that the mad scientist is like, "What the fuck is?" <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, your voice kind of go down this way, and then from the darkness beyond, Fubs, you hear. Where are you going, little boy? <laughs> Back to the library. Don't like so, it. <laughs> uh, Allegnos just dropped that information on you. Fletch, how would Fletch react to that? Finding out that something leapt off the roof and chased after him on all fours. Was this a human type? You know, he looked a bit human. Uh, it was a he. I... I I guess I don't know for sure. It was from far away, but there was short hair, a pale skin. Uh, they were wearing all brown, almost like a formal attire. Um, and yeah, 
then they just started chasing on all fours, and I was so scared. Um, but that's probably nothing, right? That's probably just maybe a bear or a wolf. Did they happen to tell you why they were chasing you? Like, give me all your money. You're you little- at the library. <laughs> You're uh, at the wall. I mean, are we in the same room? How big is the room? The room is like, it's like 50 feet by 50 feet. It's a big library. Are we talking like Beauty and the Beast library? Yes. You said I was distracted by his story. No, so presumably I could, oh, but so we could hear him, right? Yeah. You can hear him, but you're currently investigating <laughs> your your books. I mean, I did and I sucked at it, so there's not anything else happening. How many bears have you seen in formal attire? Um, n- not many, to be honest. Well, there's Yogi. Exactly. Do you think it was not a bear? I am positive it was no bear. And then he, like, looks over at you two by the wall. Did you find anything over there? Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm investigating. <laughs> um, are any he of said churlishly. Are any of these books weirdly titled? Because I speak halfling. Um, are any of them in halfling or speaking anything weird about them? You speak halfling? Funnily enough, every single title is in halfling. None of the titles seem strange by themselves, but the fact that they're all in Halfling sticks out to you. Uh, I walk away with Igby still on my shoulders. Like I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding it. Uh, I'm sir, holding his. Sir, I'm sir. steadying his knees. About these books over here, um, I noticed that they're all Halfling books. What's up with that? Oh, are they? Uh. That's that's strange. I guess I never really noticed. Yeah, they have and the then you guys entire encyclopedia all... halfling canica over here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all hear from outside the room. Uh, Elegnos, could I see you for a moment? And you recognize the voice of the old woman. And uh, Elegnos kind of looks up. Oh, sorry. Feel free to uh, continue to look around on your own. I'll be right back, and I can show you. Um, next, next, I will show you the kitchen. Cause I there was another incident that happened in the kitchen, but I'll be right back. And he exits the room and closes the door behind him. So, as part of me being a ghostwise halfling, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my silent speech to okay. telepathically speak to Lido. Mm-hmm. They seem very suspicious. <laughs> and I'm nodding. Can I respond? How does that work? You can speak telepathically to any one creature you share a language within 30 feet. Okay. So I I think yes. Yes, it is quite odd. Do you know anything about how halflings organize books or if they sell them to other people or... I noticed my parents organized their books the same way. But is it common for them to be in elven taverns in the middle of a forest? That I don't know. And then, Fletch, you just see them doing their thing that they're doing where they're staring at each other and <laughs> Our not eyes talking. are like rolled back into <laughs> our heads and shit. <laughs> Something's going on between those two and... I'll be damned if I break it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to do anything while they're discussing? I'll just go about my business investigating. Okay, give me another investigation roll. Because the other two are out of the room, right? The woman and... Yep, it's just you three in there. 
And Roger. And Roger. I forgot about Roger. I like to imagine he went to a corner of the library and he's just munching on a book. Yeah. <laughs> or like pissing. <laughs> <laughs> Marking his territory like capybaras do. <laughs> That is a 10. A 10 for investigation. Okay, yeah, you're looking around. Um, yeah, you're you're just seeing a lot of books in, la- in a language that you don't read. You don't read Halfling, do you? No. And uh, yeah, so you're just, you're looking around. The only thing that really stands out to you is the curtains are drawn on the window. You know, I guess it's nighttime, but maybe that's weird. Sorry, I just was like, what if I'm just stuck on that inner wall just running back and forth the whole episode? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go over to the window. Okay. You going to open it? Yeah, I'm going to throw the curtains back. As you throw the curtains back, Fletch, you see a face staring back at you (gasps) (laughs) through the window. It It is the face of a young elvish girl. Pale blonde hair, pale mm-hmm. skin, eyes wide, mouth open, staring right at you with her hands pressed against the window. Ooh. Oh, what did you scream at? We've got a girl. You guys turn to look and you see the same thing. You see a elvish girl, looks to be very young, just staring at you guys, open mouth, wide eyed, hands on the window. Oh, that's... <laughs> That's just great. All we need is more children tagging about. <laughs> First, Fubs. Uh, now, wait, where's Fubs? Fubs? Fletch, were you... You were watching Fubs, right? I... Admittedly, I was not watching Fubs. <laughs> I'm glancing oh, at the no. girl. <laughs> Something got Fubs. I put my hands to the window, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 on wait. her hands. Hold, hold on, hold on. Don't touch the window. This girl could be petrified. Suddenly a book crashes through the window that I threw from the bookshelf. Are you going to throw a a book at the window? Out of fear, yes. <laughs> okay, give me a, uh, give me a strength check. <laughs> That's not going to be good. 13. 13, okay. not bad. Yeah, you throw a book and it does hit the window, but it doesn't crash through. These are pretty thick windows. <laughs> Bounces off, lands right at your feet, Fletch. And that seems to startle the girl. She, and then she runs away from view. Like along the wall of the building or like away from it? Away from, uh, she runs to the left and the, you can see now that it faces outside into the forest. What is the view of the forest? Like, what does it look like from here? Just dense trees. There's like a small hill that it leads down into the woods. Well, that was quite odd. I don't think we should just willy-nilly touch a bunch of stuff, though. Uh, well, you went and scared her off. Well, that Igby, you must calm down a little bit. We might want to try and talk to these people. <laughs> I thought she was coming through the window for sure, man. I mean, even if she does, she might just be a regular little girl. We don't know. She looked like one of those creepy ones where, like, they open their mouth. I thought she was going to make a cat sound or something. Well, if we judged everyone how they looked, we wouldn't, you know, <laughs> we'd be shooting lasers at everyone. <laughs> I uh, wish I could shoot lasers. Fletch, what did the elf person say to you exactly? Well, I didn't get a chance to talk to her because someone is throwing 
books and literature around. No, the man. <laughs> the one who led us in oh. here. What were you talking about? Oh. We were talking about, um... Oh, what were we talking about? Life fathers. <laughs> Came in here, heard his finger, plays the banjo. Ah, yes, 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 yes. There was a creature. A creature came off the roof and chased him out into the woods. All fours. Oh, Formal wear. (laughs) Formal wear. That is interesting. Shades of brown. Brown formal wear? I know. Who would? What decade is this? (laughs) Right? Did he have a mustache? (laughs) (laughs) Um... <laughs> is anything else in the room halfling like as like far as scale like I'm wondering if this might have been like an actual halfling's place and they like stole this shit interestingly now that you are looking for it you notice that most of the furniture is pretty small oh my god there the ghost so long <laughs> you notice that uh, Fletch Fubs and Igby could probably comfortably sit in any of these chairs, but uh, you probably wouldn't be able to. Do you guys notice anything weird about the furniture and the layout in here? Dated. <laughs> well, it looks very tacky. It looks very <laughs> appropriately sized for you and Igby, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Like Igby, sit in that chair. Oh, do I have to? It's okay. I'll, I'll, you can hang on to my hand, and whatever happens to you will happen to me as well. You know, Allegro said that he spends a lot of time in here, and this isn't adding up. Well, where where does he, he sit? sit? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How is he hanging out in here? Like upside down from the ceiling, or maybe like a cool guy lean on the wall. Or maybe he just floats in place like a ghost. We can't always assume they're ghosts. At that moment, all of the candles in the room go out. Fubs. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a demon. So the voice that I heard was that the direction, like, towards where I was going? Yes. I'm going to run back the other way, trying to push (laughs) against the wall as I go. So you're going to run back the other way? Yep, and then, um... Give me a deck safe. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. 22. Okay, as you're running, Fubs, before you were shimming down the side, but as you're running down the middle trying to get back, you notice that you hear like a... And you jump into the air as the floor beneath you flips just like the wall did. But you leap over it and land on the other side just in time. Is that a deck save I wanted to fail? Because then would that mean I'd get to the other side of the wall? It was in the ground, not the wall. So that was good. Okay. Well, you don't know. (laughs) So you're pushing up against the wall again, and you don't notice anything. Okay. Um, Are you going to, like, what are you going to do? I'm going to, like, tap my foot where I was again, like, just kind of confused and see if I can peek at what's under there, I guess. Give me, give me perception check, and then investigation. Okay. 
23. Okay. Eight. Eight. Okay, yeah, you tap and you're like, you're not sure exactly where it's at. Uh, You know it was within like a 10-foot radius, but it's hard to tell because all of a sudden you hear... As if something heavy is being dragged down the hallway towards you in the darkness. And then you hear, <laughs> Little boy, I see you. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, I'm gonna jump on that ground thing. You're gonna, j- no. you're gonna just like jump up and down on the ground? No, where that... The ground shifted. You're gonna try to. You're gonna try to like jump in that general area. Yeah, t- to like get away. Okay. Unless does it seem like a death trap kind of thing? You have no idea. <laughs> With that investigation like that, you have no idea. Well, I'm surrounded on either side, right? Uh, you have a wall on one side that won't open, and something coming down the other side. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try jumping in the floor. Okay. Uh, give me acrobatics. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, sorry, athletics. Can I do acrobatics? <laughs> sure, if you wanted yeah. to make it like a little tumble. <laughs> yes. 17? 17. Yeah, Fubs, you do like this cute little like aerial somersault and then <laughs> land right on the panel exactly where you need to to send yourself down. Are you still holding your torch? Yes. As you do... Just before the torch goes out from the wind, you see a face come rushing at you in the darkness. <laughs> Hello, little boy. <laughs> and it is this like emaciated face with skin wrapped tight to it, bulged out eyes, and a long tongue hanging out. As you pass through this trap door, it flips up above you, and you fall into the darkness before landing in the grass. I'm outside. What's this? Give me a perception check. <laughs> it's hell grass. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do the yard work. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay, yeah, you're... It still smells really dank down here, Fubs. You fell maybe ten feet. You're not sure, but you think that... This grass exists still within, like, the borders of a wall? Like, maybe you're under the inn somehow? You found the hydroponics chamber. But there's more light? Or no? There's no light. All you can... You know that you're in the grass with that perception, but you're gonna have to light your torch again if you want to see what's around you. Yeah, I'm You can just kind of tell that it's very, like, stagnant in here. Yeah, I'll light the torch again. Okay, you light the torch again, and... Light fills the area. You are indeed underneath what appears to be the stone floor of the inn in the grass, but the walls here are wood. And on all the walls, what languages do you speak, Fubs? <laughs> um, common, infernal, and thieves can't. You don't recognize this language, but it looks like it's written in blood. Scrawled all over the walls is a language, very frantically in blood. And so you're at kind of a narrow spot, but it seems to go to an incline down into a tunnel, 
about 100 feet down at a slow incline. So you could, you know, make a careful way down there. But you do see that now that your torch is lit, the light shimmers in this tunnel. It looks like it's catching on little flints of like gold or something inside the tunnel. It looks like an unfinished tunnel, almost like a mine shaft. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep going down that way. I do like okay. tunnels. <laughs> All right. As you start to descend, you hear from above you, little boy. Back to the library. What am I going to do? I want everyone to give I'm me a perception so check. <laughs> the non-dark vision people would have disadvantage, right? Correct. Oh, good call. I still got shit. Another natural one. I got five. Another natural one? If it weren't for that disadvantage, would have had a nat 20, but 14. I got five. Okay, so Fletch and Leto, you guys are completely baffled by this darkness. Igby, you live your life in fear. You've spent a lot of time hiding in the shadows. You can kind of get your bearings a little bit faster. You hear scurrying very close behind you. Okay. Okay. I'd like to take this opportunity to maybe uh, be an asshole. I kind of cheated. I... Yeah, so as a ranger, I have a fighting style that I can pick from, and I have blind fighting. Okay. All right. Are you going to attempt to attack? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I heard it scurry. I didn't see anything, though. No, you didn't see anything because you're in pitch blackness, and you. but you did hear the scurrying very close behind you. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, jump in the opposite direction of uh, where I heard the scurrying from and just (laughs) Roger to me. So you, you jump in the opposite direction. Give me a deck save. Okay. What are you doing? Igby? You actually find that you can't hear Igby Leto, but he jumped off of me. He didn't. Ooh. Ooh. I got a. As far as you can tell, he's still on your shoulders. That's fucky. Uh, I got a fucky 14. Fucky 14? All right. You jump and you feel as if almost like the rug is pulled out from underneath you, Igby, but you're able to get your bearings by stabilizing on Roger as the floor shifts and becomes a slide. I need one more deck save from you. Ooh. This is the one I'm going to roll shit on. Yep. (laughs) Twelve. Actually, that's not that bad. You are able to grasp onto the side of the slide, uh, and I'm going to need a strength save. Strength. Okay. Here we go, boys. Here we go. Oh, that was so close to a nat 20. I'm rolling gangbusters with Igby, but shit with Nez. (laughs) (laughs) That was a 21. Okay, you're able to pull yourself away from this slide into the darkness. Leto, as far as you can tell, uh, Igby is still on your shoulders, but you're just in the darkness, and you can't really tell what's going on. Um, well, okay, well, I'm just going to look around. I mean, I can see, 
Yeah. Um, but it's just dim. Dim. It, but- so what you see uh, with your dim vision is that uh, you seem to be in the library still, but you don't see uh, Fletch anywhere. It just seems like all the lights went off and Fletch kind of disappeared. And you're pretty confident that Eggby is very silently sitting on your shoulders. All right. Well, I'm gonna um, <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to him. I'm gonna walk up to like the nearest uh, sconce, okay, and try and like light it. Okay. So you light the sconce. Yeah. Okay. You light the sconce, but the light that is lit is like a dark purple, and it's very small, casting just a wane purple light in the room. <laughs> I run my hand over it. Over the flame? Yeah. It's cold to the touch. Oh, oh, oh. oh careful, Ligby. I might have seen this fire before. And you hear in response, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Daddy. Fletch. <laughs> Lay it on me. So you're not in complete darkness. You're in complete darkness, but your dark vision activates, and you are completely alone in your direct vicinity. That's another natural one. Um, All right, with a natural one, yeah, you're fucking gobsmacked. You don't know what's going on, but this is spooky and weird and suspicious. I pull my dagger out. Okay, your dagger is out, and you're looking around the room, and yeah, everything seems the same but dark. Just your friends are missing. You're looking around, and you hear... A knock on the library door. Yes. <laughs> is is everything all right in there? I heard some yelling. Allegro, is that you? It's Allegnos, yes. What's going on? I don't know. Can you open the door? I don't know if I can. What does that mean? Can you <laughs> open the door? No. Why? There's no door handle on this side. Well, that seems like poor design. Yes, it's quite strange. Could you open the door for me? How do you normally get in here? With the key, but I left it in there. I look around for the key. Uh, but it's give me, dark. Give me perception at disadvantage. That is a natural one on another dice. It's damn. Oh my gosh. And then a 19. <laughs> Ooh. All right, yeah, you don't see the key anywhere. Uh, well, you probably don't need the key from your side. You could just open the door. This seems highly suspicious to me. I'm going to peep through the keyhole. All right. (laughs) Give me another perception check. Two. Two. You can't tell what's on the other side of the door. You see a shape, kind of, but you can't really tell what it is. You can see there's light on the other side, but that's it. Allegro, why is it dark in here? I don't know. Is the window perhaps open? I'm sorry. What? Is the window perhaps open? Perhaps a breeze blew all the candles out if it's dark in there. Well, the window is closed, but the the curtains are open. Oh, the curtains are open. Yes. Well, you know, I have a spare key. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll just go find the spare key, perhaps. Unless you want to open the door. Not particularly... Okay, well, I'll be right back. You just stay right there. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fubs, you yes. travel down into this tunnel, and you can see that your torchlight is flickering off of what you thought might have been gold before. It looks like 
brass fillings of some kind stuffed into a rough stone and dirt wall. As you continue down, you come to a landing that levels out, leading to a branching hallway of three tunnels. Mm. One on the left, one straight ahead, and one to your right. Always. I'm going to try to think of (laughs) the directions that I went in. Give me survival. Okay. 17. I keep rolling 17s. 17. Yeah, you're pretty sure that the direction that your pals went would be relative to the leftmost tunnel. So that might be the one you'd want to go down if you were trying to find them, or you could peruse the other two tunnels. Oh, I better get back with the group so they don't see the little boy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know, maybe I don't see him too. That'd be good. So I'll go, I'll go left. Okay, you'll go left. You travel down the left tunnel, and then you hear from far, far back... Little boy. Little boy. And it sounds like whatever it was has made it through the trap door. <laughs> and he's sprinting now. You're sprinting? <laughs> yeah. Gonna okay, run. so you're sprinting. Uh, you've got your torch lit again, and you're running down this hallway... I want you to give me a perception check at disadvantage. Okay. Come on, perception. Oh, that was good. Oh, come on, perception. Rolled a 24 for my first one and a 7 for the second. So, 7? All right. As you run down this hallway, you run smack dab. You don't see it coming. You run smack dab into this big metal box in the wall. You're going to take one point of non-lethal damage. Okay. As you run into it. (laughs) Ouch! (laughs) Where'd they go? Where'd I go? (laughs) As you look at this box, you see that it's got a door on it and a lever. Oh. Little boy. I'll pull the lever. (laughs) <laughs> you pull the lever and the door opens. <laughs> and it's about a like a four foot hole uh, in the metal box. And it just seems to be a metal box empty inside. Though you think you can hear a draft coming from the top of the box. From the inside. Okay, I'm going to go in the box and try okay, and you, close you the door the behind me. All right, instantly, the moment you close the door, things start shuddering (laughs) underneath you, and you are shot upwards, (laughs) up through the top of the wall, and you think that you're in some kind of metal tunnel traveling at a great speed. Igby. (laughs) Holy shit. Igby, you have narrowly avoided falling down a slide. Oh, oh no, oh no. I'm like scrambling to try and like back up and I'm like on the floor still and I'm just like Roger backing nuzzled. up against a, a bookshelf. He nuzzles up against you to try to like give you some strength and courage. Oh, Roger, we're in trouble this time, man. <laughs> then you hear a knock on the door. <laughs> Hello. 
Do you clam up? <laughs> nope. Yeah, you clam up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I just immediately thought you were going to ask if I respond. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you hear the voice again. Hello. It's Alagnos. Uh is everything all right in there? I'm just going to continue to try and like crawl around on the floor to see if I can find anybody else. Okay. Give me a perception check at disadvantage. 14. 14. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you're crawling around and you don't see any of your friends, but now that you're low to the ground, even lower than normal, you see underneath one of the bookshelves is a little doorway. It's about two feet off the ground. Ooh. Uh, can Roger fit? Roger can fit and you could fit. Okay. I... So I... Can I uh, take a moment to cast a spell? Sure. I'm going to cast Beast Bond. Beast with Bond, Roger. Right. Okay. Uh, it says you establish a telepathic link with one beast you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you. Okay. The spell fails if the beast's intelligent intelligence is four or higher. Okay. Until the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within line of sight of each other. Through the link, the beast can understand your telepathic message to it, and it can telepathically communicate simple emotions and concepts back to you. While the link is active, the beast gains advantage on attack rolls against any creature within five feet of you that you can see. Okay. All right, so I cast that, and I let him know. I tell him, I'm going to go in here first. You come right behind me, okay? Yes. And I start crawling in there. All right, you open the door and you crawl in. You're in a metal tunnel. It's echoey inside. <laughs> Is there, uh, are there any contraptions or any uh, doors or windows out? Nope. It's a long, dark tunnel that you'll have to crawl on your belly to, to move through. Okay, Roger, here we go, buddy. Or I guess since you're three foot tall, you could kind of crouch. <laughs> Definitely crouching. Okay. Definitely crouching and doing like the... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna run as fast as I can through here. Okay, so you start scurrying through, and you make it about maybe what you would imagine to be about 50 feet before you realize this might be some sort of ventilation system. It's made of metal... But you come across a section that's gridded and looks out, and you can see it looks out above a hallway of some kind. It's dimly lit. There's portraits along the wall, but it's quiet as you look down. Give me a perception check. Okay. Still a disadvantage? Uh, no, because where you're looking, it's, it's lit well enough that you'll be able to see everything in there. And that's when I fuck it and I get a seven. You get a seven. Yeah, you, the only thing you notice is it's got a creepy vibe. Hmm. There's something the weird about it. Tunnel keeps going, though? Yep. All right, do I recognize any... Well, I mean, I just rolled perception, so probably not, but... All right, I'm going to keep, keep going down the tunnel. Okay. You keep going down the tunnel, and then after a few more minutes, you pass another grid that looks out over a different hallway. Still dimly lit, different portraits. This one, the carpet is bright green. Oh, okay. Does that look Sorry, familiar the from rugs? Rugs. Okay. Does that look familiar from what I've seen of the inn so far? Uh, no. It looks kind of out of place. It almost looks like it belongs to a different inn, especially because it's not dirty in there. There's no dust, no cobwebs. Looks oh. pretty well maintained. 
and no occupants. No occupants. Give me another perception check. Okay. 19. This time, as you peer down, you peer, like, you're kind of going this way. The hallway kind of passes underneath you and as almost like a T. And off in the darkness, you see movement. A large shape starts to shamble out of the darkness. You see this hulking creature start to move out, but as its shape becomes more clear to you, the candles flicker out where it moves. So each I section haul ass down the <laughs> down the corridor more. Okay. Lito. <laughs> Roger. Um I point my hand to wherever the thing is on top of me, where mm-hmm. I feel it. I'm gonna yeah. immediately cast a uh, magic missile. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> without even this. saying anything, and uh, uh, it'll do 15 force damage as three beams just shoot back at whatever it is. Okay. Go ahead and and uh, is there is that a save? I can't remember. Nope. It hits no matter what. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll the damage. That was the damage. 15 damage. Oh, 15 damage. Okay, sorry. Force <laughs> damage. <laughs> so, damage. Yeah, you feel like a tight grip on your neck from the legs as this thing is hit with magic missile, and then you feel fingertips grab onto your scalp for just a second, and then suddenly <laughs> disappear. <laughs> I spin around and I pull out my sword, and I'm going to... Uh, cast Blade Song, um, okay. which will give me a bonus to AC, my speed, and uh, acrobatics checks and stuff. So, so I just spin it around like a dervish, and <laughs> okay. I just uh, glance around the room, like super on guard. At that moment, you hear, "Hello." Yes, who is there? It's me, Alegnos. Remember me? From earlier. Alejandro. <laughs> None of you guys Allegory. can remember this guy's name. What's going on here? I don't know, but could you let me in? Why can't you get in yourself? There's no handle on this side. Do I remember there not being a handle? Um, give me a history check. That's a 17. Uh, yeah, when you got you think now that you're now that you're thinking about it, he didn't turn a handle to get in. He just turned the key to open the door. So you're pretty sure that he might not have had a handle at all on that side. Uh, I walk up to the door and I look at the handle. Okay. What does it look it, like? It looks like an iron ring. Um, and you can see there's a keyhole beneath it. Uh, there's light kind of coming through the the keyhole just faintly, but uh, it doesn't look odd. Alright, I put my staff in the ring, and then I okay. pull the door with my staff. All right, And I point the uh, sword out straight with my other hand. The door opens, and all the lights come on in the library. You and Fletcher in the library, and the lights are on. You don't see Igby, but your sword is pointed right at Legnos, who looks wide-eyed at your sword. Um, it's just little old me. Come in. <laughs> he steps in. Back um, up. Couple paces. Uh, are you r- robbing me? No, but I do... <laughs> What's the trickery with the lights? I am very curious about this building. Is this even your building? 
Um, that's several questions at once. Um, I don't know about light trickery, um, but yes, this is our building. It's been in our family for hundreds of years. Why is everything halfling in here? I told you I didn't notice that. I walk up to him with the sword pointed at him. I do not enjoy games. My companion is missing. Whose place is this? And I said before, give me an intimidation roll, is what it sounds like. I don't know if you want to alleviate tension or increase the tension, Fletch, but I got you an can 18. help if you want. I got an 18. I have a zero bonus, but I got 18. Hell yeah. Why don't you just show us your favorite place to curl up and read a good book? <laughs> I look back at <laughs> Fletch like confused <laughs> as shit. <laughs> so with that uh, help, you can roll again. And if you get higher, you might get better intimidation. I did not. <laughs> okay, so 18. <laughs> he like looks down the blade at you. I assure you this is my family's inn. I told you I don't know why the room is all halfling, but I promise you I have spent the vast majority of my life here. Insight check. All right. Are you saying that it hasn't always been halfling? I, it looks, it's always looked like this. I just never noticed it was halfling before. I got a 17. 17? He appears to be telling you the truth. How would like you not notice your before. knees up to your chest? I usually sit um, at the like the uh, the egress of the window and read. None of these furnishings are comfortable enough. They were when I was a child, though. Do you know about a little elf girl? Oh. You saw my sister. <laughs> Was your sister a little blonde-haired girl? She is a little blonde-haired girl. I knew she was around here somewhere. She was outside the window. Oh, she must be out exploring around. You didn't frighten her, did you? She does spook mightily easy. <laughs> she did look very frightened. I felt like she was the one doing most of the frightening. Oh, sometimes she stares through the window. Guests complain about that, especially on the third floor. It's, it does make them feel kind of odd. The Win third floor? Well, yes, she'll climb up and stare through the window at people. <laughs> Rambunctious sort she is. We need to find our friends. Have you well, seen a little boy or a little halfling with a capybara? Not since, uh... Well, the little boy I haven't seen since we entered the library, and I haven't seen your halfling friend since I left the library, so no, but we can go look for them if you like. I can show you the kitchen as well, where I mentioned the last spooky happening was. We closed the door, the lights went out, and then we were separated, and there was weird things that happened when the lights went out. Well, you're the experts. I wasn't in the room, so I can't really vouch for anything that happened. None of that has ever happened to you before. No, not at that variety. Though one time when I flushed the toilet, uh, the walls started bleeding. You might want to open with those weirder occurrences. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm going to try and investigate to see if there's any trick doors or anything in this room before we proceed. Okay, uh, give me an investigation check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Uh, no, you're not see. You kind of tear this room apart and you don't really see anything. You do find that there is a small door underneath one of the bookshelves. I That's I, about it. I try and pry that open. You find that that door seems to be soldered closed or something. It seems as if somebody took hot metal and sealed it in a couple of sections. So you actually can't pry it open. I get frustrated. I look at Fletch. What do you want to do? I don't know how to open that. <laughs> I mean, in general, the royal, what do we want to do? Oh, well, we should probably find the others. And then I think we should probably find out what's making those walls bleed. <laughs> how did we trigger the dark darkness happening? Like, what happened just before the lights went off? Uh, you guys were all just talking about uh, possible ghosts, possible vampires, things like that. You had just discovered that everything in the room had been small and halflingish. And I was like, I was complete or just being scared and like being, oh, they're all ghosts. And you're like, not everybody's a ghost. All and right. It was like, all right, I'm going to walk back, uh, still pointing my sword at him. And then I'm going to close the door with my foot and see if the lights go out again. Okay. You close the door, and the lights stay on. Are we staying in here? I thought we were going to the kitchen. All right, we'll go to the kitchen. But do you lead the way, and I'm going to have my sword out now. <laughs> do you say that out loud? <laughs> yes, I say that out loud. <laughs> and I'm going to have my sword out now. <laughs> All right, right this way, Fubs. Yes. You are rocketed upwards, and then you hear a ding. Okay, do I stop? You stop. Nice. <sighs> you seem like you're in your own box, Whoa. and you see that there is a little latch down in front of you now. All right. <laughs> uh, pull the latch. All right, you pull the latch, and a door opens, and you find yourself in a kitchen. I'll slowly pop my head out and look either way first. It looks like a normal kitchen. Okay. Then I'll make my way out of there and then close the door quietly again. Okay. Um, so you close it quietly and yeah, you're in a kitchen. Give me a perception check. Okay. Dead turkeys everywhere. <laughs> 18. 18. All right. Yeah. You look around. You see that it's still dusty, just like the rest of the inn. You see cobwebs. Uh, looks like this kitchen hasn't been used in a really long time. But, uh, yeah, it kind of s smells dank and stagnant like you're used to seeing and smelling. These people are ridiculous, not even using their kitchen. <laughs> even um, creepy people in the walls. <laughs> God, you get you your just, lives together in your stupid house. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see that the door is closed on the other side and there's a thin crack of light coming through and a shadow passes in front of it. <gasps> I'm going to try to hide up against a wall. Okay, roll stealth then. Okay. Wow. Don't do rogues of stealth at advantage ever? No. 
Fuck, really? Okay, well, that was seven. Seven. Uh, you cannot find a really good spot to hide everything's like appliances up against the wall, and <laughs> it's it kind of closes you out. You try to like tuck yourself a little bit under like the center butcher table in the, in the middle, um, and then you see the door open. Igby, <laughs> you keep crawling along, and eventually behind you, you hear a squeak from Roger, and you hear the emotion of scared something behind. And then you hear Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> no! Switcheroo. <laughs> uh, I'm going to like scooch over and push Roger in front of me and tell him to run. Okay, you watch him scurry forward. And we're just gonna bolt. All right, give me uh, athletics. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Eight. Eight. Uh, you're, like, trying to gain traction. It's a little slippery in here. Roger seems to have no problem getting up ahead, and but you hear that voice again, and this time it's closer. Little boy, don't open the door. Little boy. Give me another athletics roll. Okay. Roll to resist shitting pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's a constitution save. Uh, (laughs) 19. 19. That seems to set a fire underneath you, and you're, like, able to, like, get a foothold, and you start moving along. (laughs) Oh, no. You hear about the same distance behind you. Little boy. So it doesn't seem to have caught up any closer, but go ahead and give me another athletics roll. Shit. I feel like I'm doing the QTEs on heavy rain. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking seven. Oh, God. Oh seven. This is definitely the QTEs in heavy rain. <laughs> it worked closer out for now. me. You can, it's hard to see behind you because it would involve turning like around, but mm-hmm. you can almost feel that the air is kind of changing behind you. Mm. You take a turn and you catch a glimpse back about 50 feet down the tunnel and writhing through it as if a humanoid-sized snake with a large head and skin tight against its face and bulging eyes, you see this creature wriggling down the tunnel, down the vent very quickly after you gaining on you. And then you watch as it opens its mouth. Little boy, don't open the door. I need one more athletics check. Oh, Billy. <laughs> do, do better. Oh, man. We're just doing worse and worse. Six. Six. You don't have any feature things to help? Igby. This you round that bend, you, you're going and you keep losing like your grip as this creature <laughs> little boy, and then <laughs> Igby you are gone ah! what? just straight up gone? <laughs> Fletch and Leto, you enter the kitchen and immediately <laughs> Alegnos claps his hands and the lights flicker on 
and you guys see Fubs in the kitchen. In a fighting stance now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost cast magic missile. <laughs> Fubs, what are you doing in here? It's you guys. Have you seen Igby? <laughs> I don't know, but the, I saw some really creepy stuff. <laughs> this house is garbage. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Tell us what you saw. Well, first it was the eyes and the painting, and then it was the trap door, and then it was the guy going, little boy, little boy, and I ran, and then the tunnels, and then the tunnels were kind of fun, but um, <laughs> aside from the tunnels, there was the creepy guy who kept, sh- like, trying to get me, and then I went up this super shooter, and I'm in the kitchen. I hate it. I don't like it here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a lot. I look over at Allegro. (laughs) Does he respond in any way, like visually or anything? You notice that he is gone. (gasps) He has a way of disappearing. He responded by getting the fuck out of there. I try and reach out like... Uh, sort of telepathically to see if like Igby like senses me or if he tries to talk to me or anything. What's your radius on that? 30 feet. Uh, you don't hear anything. Mm. He must be outside of range. Shit. I hope that Capybara is like <laughs> a fighter and can cut his way out of the snake guy somehow. That'd be cute. He did save... Igby from a gang of other that's rowdy true. street urchins, and that's yeah. how they met. So, yeah, yeah, that's fingers true. crossed. Yeah. I feel like we're out of our element here. Oh, sorry, they don't even use the kitchen here. I investigate the kitchen. All right, what do you do, Fletch? I'm poking around. Poking around? Okay. And yeah. what are you doing, Fubs? I'm gonna look for a weapon. <laughs> all right, all of you give me investigation. 21. 6. 14. Okay, uh, yours is 21. Uh, you're the only one who finds this, Leto. As you're like going around the kitchen, the rest of you guys are just looking at normal kitchen stuff, but you have a better vantage point, Leto. And one of the pots seems to have... It's hanging from like a pot rack above the butcher block. And it seems to have a curious, like, almost key-shaped handle. It looks like it can be turned. Hey, look at that. Think I should a turn pot? it? Well, it's got a handle that's all weird and handily. Oh. So it does. I think we're going to turn it. We'll give it a go. Yeah? All right, you turn it? Yeah, I turn it. You turn it? And the door closes. And the ceiling opens. And slithering down from the ceiling is a horrifying creature. Looks very familiar to you, Fubs. But it slithers down from from the ceiling. It's got a large head with tightly wrapped skin bulging eyes and a huge mouth and you hear it go 
Little boy. No! Little boy. <laughs> well, don't worry, Fubs, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Seems super safe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a little boy you're looking for? It stops. It looks right at you, Fletch. Are you the little boy? I most certainly am not. I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) It looks at you, Fubs. Are you the little boy? Oh, I'm huge, obviously. He's got obesity. (laughs) (laughs) I meant in height, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, pretty much like that. And then it looks at you, Leto. Are you the little boy? Do I look like a little boy? That is accurate. And you watch as it starts to dissolve. (laughs) And suddenly, falling from the ceiling, you see a rolled up piece of paper with the word deed written on it. Looks like we deeded. (laughs) (laughs) We deeded real good. (laughs) Oh, Leto. They just gave us a deed? Have you ever seen a deed so small? Have you ever seen a snake guy holding a deed? No. I don't don't like any of this. Let's just give this to the old lady. Well, if I knew he was going to just give me the deed, I wouldn't have run past all the bloody ceiling in the basement and the tunnels. Well, you see, Fubs, the mistake you made is you assumed you... With a little boy. <laughs> Apparently, you never all you make have to assumptions. Do is you have to just say no, and then you're good. <laughs> huh. I you get... grab the deed? Yeah, I grab the deed. All right. Now what? Try and open the door and go back to the front of the building. You open the door to a huge mouth. Instead of a hallway. Whoops. I need all of you guys to give me dex saves. Ah, did I ever door, find a weapon in that kitchen? You did not. Mm. Oh, 18. <laughs> Shit. Five. 11. Fletch and <laughs> Leto, you watch as two tongues slither out and grab you guys by the ankles and... <laughs> Pull you in, and the door closes. Not again! What is going on? (laughs) you are left in the kitchen alone, but the deed is there. Well, what is going... This house! I'll I'll, I'll pick up the deed. Okay. Can I read it? It looks bound. It's a bound deed. I will unbind it. All right. You... uh, unbind it and it says congratulations and then there's a bunch of exploding confetti and kazoo sounds and suddenly the (laughs) lights turn on in the kitchen and the walls come down and you find that you are in a plush lounge area Fletch Leto you're also in this plush lounge area and you can see a gift shop and sitting on one of the plush couches is Igby. <laughs> You're here! <laughs> I'm just swinging my sword wildly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally got I, that I, I knew that this was 
going to happen. <laughs> As, then a door at the end of the uh, lounge area opens up, and your friend, the elf, walks in. Marvelous work, everyone. How did you like it? Like what? The the fun house. We're, this is a... <laughs> This is our new feature here. We decided to rebrand our, our inn as a haunted inn, as a, an attraction to bring in more money. Did you like it? Well, I don't think that was mentioned in the letter. I walk up and I grab him by the collar and pull him close. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. This is, this is stupendous. Um, it, was it scary enough? It was very scary. However, (laughs) I would warn you next time to include that in your missives that (laughs) we'd be signing up for something like that. Yes, but that ruins the actual fear of the haunted attraction if you know that it's a haunted attraction. I disagree wholeheartedly. (laughs) There's fun in knowing you're going to a haunted attraction so you could temper your fear in accordance with... The fun. Well, uh, that's something to, to workshop. Uh, how, how about you, sir? Looks at you, Fletch. Oh, I found it a little bit on the nose. Oh, was there anything you'd think I should change? Oh, I don't know. Maybe scarier. Maybe <laughs> a little less obvious. <laughs> maybe something like that. Oh, uh, oh, all right. I'll work on scarier and more obvious. I'll have to buy some more scrolls from some more magic. Um, and how, how about you, uh, Igby, was it? <laughs> uh, v- very good, uh, very good. Uh, and you, little boy? Well, I really, really liked the shooter. That was a nice touch. I, I really, I rather liked the tunnel with all the sparklies. It was cool. Well, you only you only saw one small part of it. Uh, the 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 bigger attraction is uh, it's a much longer journey. But but you know uh, you know just as a test run. <laughs> can I, can we do it again? Uh, well, it would take <laughs> no. some time. But uh, yes, if you wanted to come back tomorrow, you could. We're gonna do that, right, guys? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh. Do you have an actual inn here where you can actually sleep? I feel like all of us could use a nice nighty night. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, you'd actually have to exit the gift shop and then swing back around outside and, and come in uh, through the side entrance. But there is a, a real inn. Lovely. Well, it was nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. And he, like, points out at the exit. It was terrible to meet you. Where's Roger? I go Roger, up. it like comes tramping up to you. <laughs> oh, Roger. I go up to Igby and I, I give him like a, a comforting hug. <laughs> Thank you. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. I, I told you it was going to be fine. It was just a normal spooky house. It's fine. They hate me. <laughs> I'll come over to and <laughs> give, give him a hug and say, at least we're not possessed. <laughs> right, 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 yes. Well, shall we? Let's go. And be back tomorrow. So you guys exit? 
Aye. As you exit, uh, you guys step outside and you're back in the woods and the door closes behind you and when you turn around, the house and inn, gift shop, lounge area, everything are gone. And on the breeze you hear, I told you not to open the door. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> Little that was fun. 1408 there. Yeah. <laughs> Think you got out, you didn't get out. Now you're trapped forever. <laughs> now you're super not out. <laughs> I submit for the approval of the Midnight Society. <laughs> Of the Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits. The doo-doo in my pants. <laughs> uh, is plentiful. All right. Uh, well, there's really no point in doing an MPPC. Yeah, but, nope. um, <laughs> Kruger Snake. <laughs> the Kruger Snake is the MVPC. Captain well, wasn't me with my natural ones. <laughs> yeah, I actually vote for Fubs. <laughs> yeah, Fubs just flubbing his way through the whole thing successfully. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Nicely done, Fubs. Oh, God. Yeah. The panic. And, like, investigating better than all of us. <laughs> yeah. And escaping <laughs> spectacularly every time. Yeah. yeah. That and was getting, some luck. Being the last man standing. Um, all right. Uh, well, I think that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks for listening to our spoopy Halloween episode. Um, check out our regular campaign. We are currently running Into the Yonder Void, if this is your first foray. If not, hope you enjoyed this little Meanwhile episode. Thanks to all of you listeners. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. If you like what you hear, consider making us warlocks. We've got awesome, awesome tiers. You can get a swag bag at the highest tier. You can uh, give us some campfire questions. You can help me design an NPC. There's a whole treasure trove of goodies for you. Just check it out at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Consider leaving us a review. As you can see, any review that we receive, we will read on our podcast. And also, consider rating us a star rating. Uh, five stars is always appreciated, but it definitely helps us for every rating we receive. And you can do that wherever uh, you listen to your podcasts, I believe. Uh, but we really like Apple Podcasts. Other than that, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next week. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Happy Halloween! Where's the damn corkscrew? Happy Halloween! Let's go to again! treat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
ever in the world will beat the joy of getting your books from your the book fair finally. Yeah. Oh, for uh, sure. That you like it half the time so barely good. read or didn't read. Well, the book. Well, I read them. Oh, <laughs> the sorry. books and the ancillary stuff, like the stickers and the pencils and stuff. Yeah, I got the bullshit books a lot of the time. Like I read, I read. We went to the library all the time, so I read a bunch of books anyway. But um, sure, we got the rented the documentary of uh, Theodora Geisel, Doctor Seuss, and we would watch it every time me and Kyle. So that's yeah. Um, and then yeah, we'd get books. But um, what was I talking? About? Oh, the book fair. I'd always get like the bullshit like. Unicorn diary that has the little lock and shit, and then I just wouldn't use it a lot of the time. What's that British guy from that movie about money? It was a comedy movie. Um, Dudley Moore. Yep. (laughs) There was (laughs) Arthur. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So in the in our public library, we we would rent movies, and they were like. They were like National Geographic movies about animals and shit, but mm-hmm. Dudley Moore was the the narrator. <laughs> and I think he was like a globe or something, like a cartoon globe, but like oh, that always amazing. stuck in my mind and I was like, why did we always rent those? <laughs> like, why did we keep <laughs> watching them? But that's those exist. At least exist. you watched different Wild. ones. We just animals are so interesting, they are. especially yeah. when you're a kid. Yep. I remember my dad like making us watch like Discovery or National Geographic stuff like on Sunday mornings sometimes or like just on the weekends when you're just like I'm a kid let's do kid shit and he'd just be fucking like zoned out like fucking watching a documentary on ants and the psychology of the hive and shit like that and he's like this is very interesting stuff and you should probably pay attention to this you might learn something and I'm just like the fuck are you talking about dude let's fucking nerf (laughs) fucking nerf him on as soon as you go to Florida you're gonna encounter like a a colony of super ants and they're gonna swarm you and you're gonna be like I should listen to dad it's gonna be one of those times where it's like oh that time that I did listen. <laughs> it's like Slumdog Millionaire. You just slap him. <laughs> That's the defense. Eh. I can close Chrome, right? I think so. <laughs> Everything goes away. <laughs> Even on my laptop. <laughs> All of our computers get viruses. <laughs> oh, no. Execute didn't do what I thought it did. We're having a pizza party at work tomorrow, and I'm going to use your little trick, Tomas. What trick? Oh, the yeah, top still still counts as one. transfer. It still counts as one. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 jeez. Oh, yeah. I just oh my walk god! Up and just, the, this whole pizza isn't even cut. Whoops, whoops. I touched it. Weird. <laughs> just face plant into one of them. <laughs> oh shit! I tripped over that thing. Your skin's melting. <laughs> But you still get the pizza, so win. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> third degree burns. The whole pizza comes out. <laughs> so counts as one. Yeah. Well, I'm a little bitter because they did a vote on what toppings to get. Aww. And my toppings didn't win. And there were at least three of us. What's your <laughs> toppings? What were your toppings, Mika? Yeah. I wanted pineapple. Okay. And? That was the only one I voted for. Mm. So oh. as long as it was on there? 
Yeah. Yeah, but so I mean, I feel the like toppings. the only thing that you could have voted that would have gotten less support would have been anchovies. And that's coming from somebody who routinely gets pineapple on the pineapple pizza. This wasn't even divisive. a write-in. This was like, this was on the sheet. But all of the toppings went on the pizza, like, all at once, like, not even, like, half and half. You're just voting for some of the toppings that end up on the pizza somewhere. So who won? No, you're just voting for, like, the type of pizza. Like, what toppings won? There are, like, eight sausage pizzas coming, and then a Supreme, and then, like, a fucking pepperoni or some bullshit. I feel pepperoni like pepperoni is good, but sausage? Come on. I, I, I feel like people that do don't cheese. want their pineapple on their pizza are only saying that because of the memes and they actually haven't had it because I feel like if you've had it you would like it and that's what I'm going to say right here right now on this podcast Damn. don't Preach. add the part about me voting I don't want people to know my vote hard to disagree the, only reason, the only reason that I get pineapple on my pizza now is because of a mistake we ordered a pepperoni pizza and they gave me a pineapple pizza and Sam was like, we should call them and send it back. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm hungry. I'm doing it. I don't care. And I ate it. And I was like, this is good. And then I was like, you know what would be good er with this? Jalapenos. Mm -hmm. So jalapeno pineapple. It's a civil war over your taste buds in your mouth in the so best good. way. People who yeah. like just sausage on their pizza watch NASCAR. <laughs> absolutely. 100%. There is a Venn diagram. You know they wash it down with Mountain Dew. Yes. It's the only thing that goes well, that with it. I can agree Skull with. chew. Oh, yeah. My computer's only going to be alive for so long. Can we plug right, it in from started. afar? Across the room? If you can figure it out, I'm not doing it for you. Well, will it reach? The I charger? don't know. What am I, God? <laughs> <laughs> the manager of Best Buy God <laughs> Geeks God It's pronounced uh, Jode Yeah just go as Jin <laughs> From Samurai Champloo Or there even like Orin from Final Fantasy 10 Ooh, Oh shit you could but definitely he had short hair. Oh, yeah, hair Orin off. always reminded me of your dad <laughs> Yeah I see that. They both had sunglasses like that. <laughs> <laughs> and swords. They both carried around really weird giant swords. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Pat well, did have giant tracks. swords. Yeah. 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 Very true. Always with their very ominous, like, foreboding <laughs> tidings. <laughs> I'd just come over for band practice and he'd be like, you know, they're watching us from Mars. If you texted your dad and said, I need a sword with a skull on it by 3 p.m., he'd be like, how many skulls? <laughs> Absolutely. We used to have that sword, that giant, like, Zweihander with a big skull in the hilt. And did Pat bestow a sword onto you? Yeah, I was Welcome also uh, knighted in a Mexican restaurant parking lot. So. <laughs> By my sister. <laughs> Amazing. I feel like I'm part of the McDuffie clan now. Oh, that, yeah, that's traditional. That's your blood. <laughs> you're we in for we, life. We actually can't date anymore because you're officially my sister. <laughs> <laughs> or mom, I'm not sure where, where the lineage goes. but The prepositions are all out of whack. <laughs> yeah. I think it goes up and back. <laughs> Just like the best hairstyles. Um, 